Hello and welcome to a special Perusia podcast. I'm here with Father Donald Calloway in the United States, and we're going to have a special show for you today. He's the, the author of this book, St. Joseph Consecration, which we are very excited at Perusia to have launched just only last week. And so make sure you get your copy at perusiamedia.com and, and, and do this consecration. Who is Father Donald Calloway? Father is a Vicar Provincial and Vocation Director for the Mother of Mercy Province of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. He's the author of 14 books. He leads pilgrims um, around the world. He leads also pilgrimages to Marian shrines, and he resides in Steubenville, Ohio. And I'm joined with him right now. So good morning or good afternoon, Father Calloway. <laughs> Thank you yeah, for joining. Good- yeah, that's awesome to be with you. I'm so excited to finally get this message out to uh, to Australia and New Zealand. It's great. Absolutely. We, we are super excited. We, we saw the build-up over the last year when you were posting and asking for prayers and, and sort of preparing and, and getting our taste buds ready, and uh, yeah. you really got us going. And, and by the time it launched on Amazon, I think it, I think it didn't even keep up with the orders. Um, it was amazing. So tell us a bit about the journey um, of, this, of this book. Um, and, and where, where the idea came from originally and then how, how it progressed. Yeah, well, as you know, I mean, everywhere in the world, right? I mean, um, here in the United States for sure, but I know Australia and all the places down there are having the same problems with, uh, you know, a lot of confusion. A lot of people are confused about marriage, about family, this whole gender ideology craziness has got people thinking really strange stuff, man. Mm-hmm. So about three years ago, I said to myself, man, you know, it just seems that so much of this stuff could be cleared up if we had a really good, strong, loving father to bring some order to our chaos in our house right now. Um, And then I thought of St. Joseph, of course, because he's our spiritual father. And so I said, wow, I wonder if there's something like a St. Louis de Montfort type of consecration to St. Joseph that we could do. And so I looked and I know a lot of people around the world, and so I asked different people in Poland, Croatia, South America. I said, hey, does, do you guys have anything like this? Anybody write something like this? All of them said no. They said, Father, we've got people who did maybe a novena to St. Joseph or something, but nothing substantial. So I said, well, that's what I got to do. I, gotta, I now know what my assignment is yeah. from the Holy Spirit. So it took me about almost three years to do the, the right research and the writing and putting it together. Wow. Um- in your experience there, were you? What are some of the surprises? I guess um, you had on the way. You do talk a bit about this in the book. Yeah, well, there, yeah, there was a lot that happened. Um, a lot of great things and a lot of setbacks and, and hardships. Um, I discovered tons of material. I, I I literally set out thinking, how am I going to write a book about a guy who we don't have one word from in the New Testament? You know, <laughs> how do you do that? <laughs> But then I found tons of material from the saints, popes, uh, mystics, shrines around the world of St. Joseph, uh, stuff like that. It was good. But then I realized that, um, now, I, I mean, I knew that the devil was not a fan of St. Joseph. Obviously, I knew that. But I had no idea to what degree the devil hated St. Joseph until I started putting this book together. I mean, I was getting attacked. I was getting um, all kinds of uh, misunderstandings and, and all kinds of things that were sort of coming at me from left and right to the point, wow. there was a point where I thought the book wasn't actually going to be published. Um, and it broke my heart. I mean, I, it broke my heart. Um, I've been a priest 17 years 
I've never had anything like that happen to me before. Um, yeah, so it was, it was amazing. It was an amazing journey. I, I remember you asking for prayers at the point when you were ready to t- send it to the printer and, and, and that moment where you said, you don't know if this is going to be published. And um, was, was that, um, yeah, was it, I mean, you've done all the work. It was ready to go. And then what was yeah. the issue there? Oh, I wish I could tell, but okay. <laughs> it, yeah, I, I, yeah, it wasn't anything on my end, Okay, but okay. it was, uh, I don't know. It was just, uh, I had to carry a very heavy cross and, um, it, it was heavy. It was very okay. heavy, but uh, praise, praise God because, um, we got through that. So now it was meant to be because it finally did get printed and tell us about the, the, um, response right away. I mean, what did you experience? What did you see? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I really knew on one level that it was going to be big. I didn't know what to what degree, but I knew that it would be big simply because of the year. So it's 2020 right now, right? Yes. So th- this celebrates the 150th anniversary of when St. Joseph was declared the patron of the Universal Church. That happened in 1870. So 2020, that's 150 years. So I knew that this is a big year for that. And, and a lot of people weren't even aware of that. I would have to say the majority of people that I talked to, they were clueless about that. And when I told them that, they were like, wow, this, that seems like a big deal. So I set up a Facebook page about almost a year before the book would go to printers to get people ready by telling them, look, this is coming, get excited and everything. And a lot of people, they were excited, but I had to keep them excited because they were like, Father, it's nine months away. They're like, you're killing us. You know, you, this, you know, I'm like, I know. And so I had to post things every day and keep the momentum going. And then when I got through all the difficulties um, that came up, when the book was released, oh, brother, it was off the charts. It still is. It's only been out for two and a half months. That's right. And we've already sold like 100,000 copies. Christ it's been translated. In, yeah, it's in its fifth printing already. Wow. We've, it's being translated into Spanish, French, and Polish. There's contracts that are being discussed for the Italian, Arabic, Vietnamese, and Indonesian. So, I mean, it's off the charts. It's like, praise the Lord. And you know, it's meant to be when, when the response is like that and with all that hardship you had leading up to it. And here we go. Um, and now it's in yeah. Australia. Thank God. We've yeah. got it. Australia, New Zealand. I, I am so excited about yes. that because... I, yeah, I love you guys over there, man. I do. And I, I was, I was getting so many emails and, and Facebook messages from friends saying, father, don't forget about us down here in Oz. We want this book and we can't get it. How are we going to get it? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> so thank you guys. God bless you guys for what you're doing to get this book to the people down there. I am extremely grateful for your help. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, we're very honored and privileged to be part of this journey and, and we've seen a real, ourselves in a little Australia. We have, it's only been five days since this recording, since we officially announced we've got copies. And, and uh, yeah, we've, we've, it's in the hundreds now. And so, I mean, for Australia, that's, that's pretty good for a few days. And, and God willing, as we get this out and this podcast and, and other things, uh, we hope to yep. grow that in, in the thousands around the country, uh, both countries. So awesome. um, thank you awesome. so much for your effort on this. Uh, let's look, talk about um, when I first, saw um the advertisements and, and you talking about it i wasn't sure what was in this book and and i thought it was a 33 day consecration and and that would be it but when i look at it here here is the let me just show people 
that thin part is the concept is the 33 day preparation and the and that's the rest of the book so you've got extra material in here we better make that clear what on what are you putting in here this is amazing um so we've done part one is the 33 day preparation part two and part three tell us a bit about that you've got the wonders of the spiritual father and and obviously part three with the prayers yeah so so there's three parts so that first part is just the 33 days where you read a little section for every day and that takes i mean a minute you know two yes. minutes and then what i do is i i say okay now go to the second part which is the wonders of saint joseph and read something from there that um, matches up in a deeper way and it takes you deeper so for example in in that second section with those supplemental readings i talk about things like um, was St. Joseph young or was he old? What's up with that, right? Because most of the pictures you see of him, he's like, he's about ready to die. He's like ready for the nursing home. He's like a 95-year-old man. It's like, <laughs> is that really true? Was he really, you know, is that the case? And, and I, I unpack that from fathers of the church, medieval mystics, what the popes have said, you know, saints and, and just common sense, you know, or like the virginal fatherhood of St. Joseph. Because a lot of people think, mistakenly wrongly that he was a widow that he was married before with children that he brought into his marriage with mary and i'm like that's a legend that's a fairy tale that is not true the catholic church has never taught that and never will because it's not true and so i unpack all that i talk about where the legends come from why they're not true and what great saints have said about that saint thomas aquinas and you know the greatest of the greatest um and then a lot of his titles privileges his honors all of that, and that second section is where we go deep, deep into knowing who are you, St. Joseph? Who are you? It's good stuff, man. Wow, wow. There, there, it is very substantial, um, and uh, it, it's all here in it. I've, I'm, I'm learning so much more about him, and I have to admit my personal devotion to St. Joseph has increased, um, and my new appreciation of who he is. I, I, didn't, I, I guess we've always had St. Joseph in our mind you know, you always think of the Holy Family, um, yeah. Jesus, Mary, Joseph. Uh, you, you think of saying that, but it rolls off the tongue and we don't sort of give it a deeper thought of, hang on, hang on, St. Joseph was there the whole time. He was there the <laughs> whole time. And, and yeah. he, was, he was silent. He was, a, he was such a, a pure man and a holy man and, and just obedient. And, but then we think of the turmoil. I love how you talk about, you answer one of those questions um, uh, when we went to Egypt. A young, an old man walking. How long is that journey to Egypt from from Bethlehem? Um, yeah, and that, that answers the question. I think it, it can't really be a <laughs> you know right. older man if you, if you think about it. How does a, a man that's almost about to uh, looks like he's in his elderly years do that? Um, but yeah. what what, uh, what 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 struck me was how how the church has actually noticed this, and and you've got a whole list of. All the different announcements, it was phenomenal right in the start of the book. And you just find out yep. every time someone mentioned St. Joseph, declared some sort of a patron of the Universal Church as one of them, of course, um, all the different foundings of different orders. You've got all these different writings about what other popes have said about him and other saints. It's, it's, there has been stuff on him, but, but now this is a yep. way of putting it all together. And now we can pray with him. Right. Right. So fantastic. 
Yeah, that's that's what I wanted to do was um because ultimately the consecration is to bring people closer to Jesus. I mean, that's yes. what it's all about. And it's the same thing with marrying consecration. You know, what no matter what formula you use or who it's written by, it's meant to bring us closer to Jesus Christ. And so that's what this is meant to do. And who greater than Mary and Joseph to do that, to help us do that? I mean, we're talking about the greatest saints that there are, right? I mean, the, yes. the greatest saints in Christianity, and this blows my mind, this is incredible, um, are lay people, right? Mary and Joseph were not priests, bishops, pope. It's laity. The Virgin yes. Mary and St. Joseph, lay people, a husband and a wife. This is revolutionary. This is huge. This is like holiness is for all of us, but the greatest saints are lay people. So I think that this is, I think, going to spark a revolution of holiness in the church in difficult times. These are difficult times. And, and now we've got this global pandemic going on. People are living in fear, anxiety, locked down in their house. You know, yes. um, many people can't even get to church at the moment because churches are closed. I, I don't know about your situation there, but here in the United States, we have no public masses at the moment. Is that across the whole country now? Is that now? The whole country. Wow. Yeah. Every diocese has been shut down. I mean, it's unparalleled. We're in uncharted territory here. So we pray we get through this uh, with the help of St. Joseph, because remember, this is what I keep telling people, man. There was a time centuries ago when there was a guy named Joseph who was sold into slavery by his brothers. And God used it for good because this Joseph ended up becoming like one of the favored people in Egypt by Pharaoh. He stored up grain and in a time of famine, he opened the granary so the people could eat and live. Well, today we've got a global famine. Right now, churches are closed because we got a pandemic going on. We need to ask our Joseph, a much greater Joseph than the one in the Old Testament, mm -hmm. to open the doors again, to feed us with the bread. You know, not the grain of Egypt, but the bread of everlasting life, the Eucharist. And we've got to ask St. Joseph to help people get their jobs back because so many people have been laid off or on furlough or whatever. Um, St. Joseph is the man right now. we got to go to Joseph. And that's why I'm, I'm even asking people, and I don't know if any bishops will watch this in Australia or New Zealand, but if they do, please, I beg you, declare a year of St. Joseph for your diocese. We need this. We've never, in 2,000 years of Christianity, we've never had a universal year of St. Joseph done by the Pope, which is, I'm also praying that the Pope would do it, but we've never done stuff like this. We need to do it. Now's the time to go to Joseph. Um, and in the United States right now, we have six bishops so far who have declared years of St. Joseph for their diocese right now. It's amazing. Excellent. Praise God. That's excellent. That, that is so yeah. good. Um, well, that well done, Father, with all that effort um, to do that, and we've got to get the word out. We're going to do our bit as well. Let's let's really uh, plead to our, our leaders um, to do this. Um, uh, he is a powerful saint. I have to I have to share, and I'd love you to share some stories about the power of Saint Joseph. Um, I'm sure you, and it, I might I might start with one because this is what gave us a realization of proof, and then I, that might stimulate. You've got so many stories you can pull from, but maybe you can just pick a couple. But for people to understand yeah. the power of St. Joseph, um, th th there's a difference. When you pray to any, you can pray to any saint, but St. Joseph, of course, is even closer again, if you like. Uh, you mentioned this idea of the right hand of the Father and the left hand. <laughs> so um, who's on the right, who's on the left? Well, we haven't talked about the left, and could that be St. Joseph? And, and, right. and it makes sense. Um, huh? But an example, we were at Perusia. It was five years ago, Father, when... 
and I was talking to my wife and I said, we, um, uh, we, we don't think we can let the ministry survive at Perusia. And I say this in, the, in our very first podcast, this whole story, but very quickly. Um, and we, we had this, it was, it was nine days out of the Feast of St. Joseph five years ago. And uh, we said, why don't we pray to St. Joseph and see what he, he, he can do? And I've never done that before. I've actually never prayed an, a nine-day novena to St. Joseph for the ministry. Mm-hmm. And so I did. And day mm-hmm. one, what we were worried about, we had baby five on the way. Uh, we, were, yeah. um, we just moved. We found our place thanks to St. Joseph. We did a, a, a prayer to him and he found a house we're living in that gave us more room. And uh, my wife and I just prayed and we said, look, we, need, we've, we had Perusia running out of our lounge room and we thought, okay, we can't do this anymore. We want to great, get the lounge room back, you know, uh, have a normal family life. And we needed space. Yeah. We need, and so I asked the school. I was, I was a teacher at school at the time. And I asked if we can use some of the space in the video studio. And they said, oh, look, it's not possible. Um, but then um, I started this novena. And day one of the novena, the headmaster of the school said, you know what? Um, I've discussed this with the formation committee. We believe it's a good idea for the parents to have access to your material. So move in any time. And so this was not even one day into the novena. And here it is, St. Joseph is delivering us this um, this brand new sort of video studio, which we now have, we've had for the last five years. We don't pay any rent. We don't pay for any of the electricity bills. There's computers in there. We've got the internet sub- supplied. We have wow. act- we're, we're part of a, a whole family of, of, of devout families at this school. And, uh, and we right away said we need to um, thank St. Joseph. And uh, our child was born two, day- two weeks after that. And so we named him Joseph, and uh, so Joseph is named uh, after Saint Joseph, and and he's a is now turning six this year, and and here he is. And I just said, okay, Saint Joseph's the real deal. So he's now found us a house, found us an office space. He's he's allowed <laughs> uh, Perusia to continue in a way. And I met uh, my uh, uh, business partner now, um, or ministry partner, uh, apostolate partner, director of Perusia as well as Kevin Bailey. He's in Melbourne. And so uh-huh. he's, he's uh, helped keep us afloat financially and, uh, yeah. and here we are six years and we've grown tenfold since. And so the, the work is spreading and I have to point it right back to St. Joseph and I feel like mm-hmm. we're at this second phase where, okay, we're struggling now. We're at a point where can we sustain, but I, I'm going to turn to him as well and we're going to consecrate our ministry um, doing this formula on the next feast. So May 1, we want to consecrate Perusia to St. Joseph doing this method. So thank you, Father. But that's one story I can that's tell you, fantastic. the power. I love it. I love it. That's awesome. That's how powerful he is. And, and you know, it's interesting. A couple of times in there, you said a word that's really important, and it's increase. Because that's what Joseph means. That's what the name Joseph means. It means increase. Oh, wow. And that's what St. Joseph does. Is he, you know, we call Our Lady the magnifier, right? She's, her soul magnifies the Lord. St. Joseph is the increaser. He increases things. And so that's what he's done for you and, and your work there, which is amazing. Um, so praise the Lord. And, uh, you know, I, I always tell people um, St. Joseph's intercessory power is so strong um, that it's right after Our Lady and greater than all the other saints um, because of his unique dignity and the role that he has. So, for example, when he makes a request to Jesus, he's making it in a paternal way. 
Um, and you and I can't do that. I mean, we're, we're, we're brothers of Jesus. We're his disciples. We worship him. We adore him and everything. But I can't say a prayer to Jesus that would sound like this. Jesus, my Lord, Savior, and Son. I, I can't do that, right? <laughs> that doesn't make sense because it's not true. You can't do that either. And nor can any of the listeners on this podcast. But St. Joseph can. And so can Our Lady. Those are the only two. So when Jesus hears that request, he's hearing it as from a father. And that, that moves him. It, 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 it drives him to want to please his father. What is it, father? What are you asking of me? What can I do for you? He's going to do it. So that's why on day one of your novena, you can, you know, you, you can get prayers like answered like that in extraordinary ways. So that's what I want people to know about this consecration is um, he's the increaser and we can bring everything to him. Um, whether it's a marriage that's on the rocks or or children who are away from the faith that, you know, um, you want to have them pray pray for conversions, whatever it is, we need to bring it all to, to St. Joseph so that he, with Our Lady, can present it to Jesus and make it so much more presentable um, because wow. that's that's what they do. That's what they do. Yeah. Now, do you, you've, you've mentioned a few uh, stories, of, but... Uh, would love just for our listeners and viewers just to hear maybe one or even two, if you've got any in your mind that you could share that you've experienced just through this whole process. Well, I'll tell you about some things I discovered doing the book that blew me away. And to be honest, I still am so in awe of these things. So one of them, okay. So I was doing research on like the, the wedding of Mary and Joseph. And so I was getting stuff from mystics like, um, Blessed Anne, Catherine Emmerich, Venerable Mary Bagreda, they have some insights. And, and then I found out about a feast called the Feast of the Holy Spouses, which is celebrated on, the, on, on January 23rd. And almost nobody knows about this feast. It's extraordinary. Wow. But so I went a little bit deeper and I'm like, all right, what else can we know about the marriage? And then I came upon websites that were talking about the wedding ring that St. Joseph gave to the Blessed Virgin Mary is still in existence in a, in a church in Italy. And I'm like, what? I'm like, no way. I'm like, no way. I'm like, what are they doing? This is, this can't be true. So I kept researching. Right. And sure enough, man, the wedding ring that the, that St. Joseph gave Mary is called the Santo Anello in Italian. The Holy ring is in the cathedral in Perugia, Italy in a gigantic reliquary. It's exposed once a year for the faithful to come to see it. And married couples or those who are engaged get the privilege to take off their ring and touch their ring to the Santo Anello, to the Holy Ring. Yeah. I mean, I was like, I mean, popes have been there, saints have been there, and yet so many people are not aware of this. And so I haven't been there yet myself, but now, as soon as this corona thing, virus thing, I can't wait to go to Italy and go to Perugia to the cathedral to see this. I mean, it's amazing. Wow. And then um, another one, another one. Father, before is, you uh, jump in, did you notice what you just said? Yeah. The, is a place called Perugia. That's the name of our ministry. <laughs> right. I mean, Perugia. Right. This is what we say. We're Perugia. It's interesting. That's true. And, and, uh, that is interesting. Is it, is, I uh-huh. wonder if it's spelled in the, the same as the Greek. Is it? It's not the. It's not Parousia. It's not, it's it's, not that. It's, but it just sounds like it, in no, the Aussie English we say Perusia, um, which is right. It's anyway, Perusia in Italian. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Wow. <laughs> now you got to go. That's right. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So another one was um, 
the Holy House of Loretto. Okay, check this out. So the Holy Family's house that they lived in 2,000 years ago, it was in Nazareth up until the 13th century. St. Francis of Assisi went to visit it. Um, Constantine's mother, right? She went there, uh, St. Helena. Um, but then all of a sudden in the 13th century, the Holy House of the Holy Family disappeared into thin air, gone. Nobody right. saw it leave. Nobody saw construction workers come in and dismantle it. It was just gone, right? And people were like, what happened? Well, it just disappeared. And people wondered why. Well, a few years later, uh, Muslims came through Nazareth and destroyed Nazareth, completely just leveled it, right? So the Holy House would have been destroyed. But what happened to the Holy House? Angels took it to Italy, to Loretto, Italy, where it remains today. And scientific studies have been done on the house from the mortar, from the stone and all of that. It does not originate in Italy. It originates in that area of Israel, particular to Nazareth. I mean, it's amazing. And so um, popes have been there. Saints have been there. And I got all these in my book that talk about it. And I've been there. I've been there once. And it's one of the most powerful relics. It's like a spiritual generator. I mean, this is where the Holy Family lived for like 30 years, probably, wow. <laughs> where Jesus, Mary, and Joseph slept, prayed, ate, all of that in the confines of these walls. I mean, it is a powerhouse of a relic, and it's still in existence in the town of Loretto because angels took it there. And this has been taught by the church. This is not a legend. This is not a fairy tale. Some, you know, this is what we believe happened. This is why Our Lady of Loretto is the patron saint of aviation. I don't wow. know if a lot of people know that, but no, this is why, because angels, yeah, angels took the house of the Holy Family across the Adriatic Sea to Italy. That's why she's a patron of aviation. So it's phenomenal stuff. I mean, there's so many stories like that in the book. Just makes for good reading, man. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing. This is, um, so 319, 320 pages plus that, yeah. 321. You've got some beautiful yeah. images at the back here. I just want to give everyone a little sample. But you, you've got at the back in color, um, yeah. these beautiful images, and that comes with mm. the book as well. And you've got some yep. explanations of where they come from, and so yep. that, that's a nice, a nice touch as well. Um, mm -hmm. You don't normally get that in, in books, uh, and this is quite a, a good sized book, lots of information. So I encourage everyone to get the copy. Um, this has been such a struggle. I remember in Australia only a couple of months ago, people could not access this book; they just could not get it. And those who finally did get it, they were paying the the U.S. Uh, rate, so that our, our dollar's weaker. It's dropped again thanks to the coronavirus. We've gone down to 55 cents or something, so it's it's almost double. So whatever it is in U.S., double that, wow. and then plus the international shipping. So for yeah. someone to get this, they're waiting weeks and weeks, and they're paying 40 50 in some cases $60 Aussie, and, and, and Kiwi money is even weaker again. So, um, wow. so it makes it very difficult to get this. So... Thank God we're able to print it locally and make it available in, in our own currency, you know, twenty nine ninety nine. So it's 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 now it's it's cheaper than the exchange rate. So if you work out the exchange rate, it's already cheaper. And we're actually trying to work hard to get it down again, but we're working with local printers. Uh, your friend John Canavan, I want to give him a shout out from Divine Mercy Distributors. He was great, and I actually learned more about you through St Joseph's Communications, and then I got to meet you thanks to John Canavan uh, organizing some of the talks and, and your DVD, yeah. No Turning Back and, and book. And I, this, this uh, interviews, we haven't got time to go through the whole conversion story, which I'd love to one day um, because a yeah. lot of people 
may not know that story yet, but um, yeah. I think it was that, what's the tagline? Was it a drug, um, drug addict to priest or is it drug dealer to um, priest? Someone um, that said that. But I, I, I yeah. threw it out there, but now I've opened a can of worms. People are asking, what, what? <laughs> but your story, no turning back. You've got a book about it. Uh, you've got um, all that. So people want to know more about you, Father. Where can we go to learn more about you? Yeah, so I, I have a website. It's called uh, fathercalloway.com, and you have okay. to spell out the father part on that. And if you want to find out more about the book, Yes. Um, even though, you know, I want people in Australia and New Zealand to order it from you guys because it's, it's better, right? Don't order it from us here because of the ship, like you said, the shipping, the shipping cost, and exchange rates. It from you. It's the same book. It's the exact same book. Yes. Um, so it's, it's fantastic. I'm so excited about that. And if you want to find out about the website, it's consecration to St. Joseph.org is the website. You can get some interesting things there. And um, someday I hope to come back, you know, to come back down and see you guys because uh, I was there. About a, was it about eleven years ago or something? Two thousand and nine. That's right. Oh, is that what, okay? Yeah. yeah. Wow, and you and amazing. you surfed the beaches. Father Grace uh, was with you. Oh, well, my buddy, Father Andrew Grace. We had a great time. I was there for like three weeks, and we drove from uh, Melbourne down to Sydney, uh, and we we spoke in the morning. No, we spoke in the evenings, and we surfed every morning. <laughs> so, oh, it was a great trip, man. We went to Fells, and we went to Winky Pop, and we went to. All those beaches up and down. It, it, we had such a good time. Yeah, you went to trip. the West Coast as well. You went to Perth. and you, you I did. I went over to Perth and surfed Margaret River and a couple other places and spoke over there a few places. It was, that was a great trip. That was a great trip. You still have your wetsuit, Father, with the collar on? Uh, well, I, ha I have a lot of wetsuits. None of them have a collar on it, but I, I'll wear my shirt over the wetsuit sometimes. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, it's a That's great way to get the waves all to yourself because everybody yeah. thinks I'm a freak and paddle away. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that, well, I want to I thank you so much. We are going to work hard to get you here. I, I hope we can. I know you're booked up for the next two years, and if we can work on at least 2022 20, or 2023, right. um, but yeah. we've got to get you back and. Um, and, and by then, hopefully, we've got a nation and an army of uh, St. Joseph, uh, those who are consecrated. But before we go, I just want to clarify the difference here that, uh, because we are going to do a, a campaign for the consecration of the Mary, um, but the wording, yeah. consecration, is it to Jesus through Mary and likewise to Jesus through St. Joseph? Right. Although when you say you're consecrated to St. Joseph or consecrated to Mary, can we just right. clarify what that means and then yeah. the difference between I guess this, the famous St. Louis de Montfort method, um, that's yeah. one of many, but uh, yeah. you also got a fellow priest, uh, um, 33 Days to Morning Glory, which is right. um, another uh, mm -hmm. preparation. Um, can you just explain, I guess, uh, the difference there um, and how this fits? Right. So, so the word consecration means to set something aside for a holy purpose. So we consecrate, we're consecrated to Jesus by our baptism, right? Yes. Um, into his mission, into his mystical body and, and all of that. Now, to grow even closer to him, you know, so that we remain fervent in that consecration, completely devoted to it, we give ourselves to the Virgin Mary because she's our spiritual mother, right? And so we can also do the same thing with St. Joseph because he's our spiritual father. So we can consecrate ourselves to them, but so that they can lead us closer to Jesus. Because it's, it's ultimately, it's not about Mary or Joseph. It's about Jesus Christ, right? Mm -hmm. So that's what we do. And, you know, we even do this with inanimate things. For example, we consecrate altars because they're used in the service of God, 
right? So if you can consecrate a piece of stone for God's holy purposes, certainly we can be consecrated to those who have the ability to receive that gift of self, our spiritual mother and our spiritual father, Mary and Joseph, so as to bring us closer to our ultimate end, Jesus Christ. That's what this consecration stuff is all about. And so I would encourage everybody to do it because your life will be changed. You will grow. You will, you will turn away from sin. You will fall in love more with Jesus Christ and you will long for heaven. And that's what this stuff is all about because that's our ultimate end is, is to be in heaven with, with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen to that. And I think that might be a nice a final message right now in this pandemic coronavirus is spreading faster than than ever right now uh, italy has has lost the most now around the world and every day losing so many um uh, america is locked down uk australia now is in lockdown we now don't have access to the sacraments as well churches are closed mm-hmm. here um yeah. it is very difficult time a, a final message to us all father um what can we do in this time um yeah. that really feels like, wow, in some cases, apocalyptic, people think it's, it's end of times, right. but um, what, right. what's the final message we could say to everyone in this situation? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, what we definitely don't want to do is um, stop praying, even though we may not be able to go to church at the moment. Um, we have to turn our homes into churches. We have to return to family prayer, especially the family rosary. I mean, that has power. Um, we've got to you know, read good Catholic books. We've got to take an opp- take advantage of this opportunity to grow in our love for the Eucharist. Because, you know, that famous saying, you don't know what you've got till it's gone. Right now, I'm talking to Catholics and they're like, Father, I miss the Mass so much. And we've got pictures over here, you probably do there too, of people just going and standing outside of Catholic churches, looking through the windows, gazing at the tabernacle. Because we're, we're, we're missing that Eucharistic presence. So, Let's pray fervently so that when we, this thing comes full circle and we get our churches back open and we're able to go to back to mass, you know, in churches, we're going to be stronger than we were before. We're going to realize what we had and, and, and when it was taken away, what, what we were lacking, what we were missing. So let's pray in our homes. Be fervent. Be devoted. Don't despair. Don't give up. God has not abandoned us. No, 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 not at all. He's never going to do that. This is just a very, very, very difficult time. Stay close to our St. Joseph, our lady, and we'll get through this. We'll see better days. Beautiful. So shall we uh, turn to St. Joseph in prayer um, as we close this podcast? I want to thank you so much for joining me um, in your busy schedule. Uh, Please keep going. Know that we're praying for you. We're right behind you as well. Um, And I pray that St. Joseph is interceding constantly for you to keep this message going. And Thank you for the honour for being a part of this journey. Um, I want to encourage everyone in Australia and New Zealand, go to perusiamedia.com now or shop.perusiamedia.com and get this copy. It's available right now and we are basically printing on demand so we can get as many copies as out there as, as quick as possible um, and we'll get it out to you. So although our physical shop people um, can't walk in anymore because of the close downs, our online store is open um, 24-7 so people can order anytime and get their copy today and the next day i encourage you may 1 is the next day of consecration which starts march 30 so if people want to get this in time march 30 is is arriving um, this monday so if you can get this in time for that and start your journey i highly encourage it so father shall we shall we close 
Absolutely. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, I ask for a blessing upon all of the viewers, the listeners, for their intentions, for their families, for their loved ones, especially for deeper conversion. We pray for uh, this difficult time in the world, uh, that we would overcome this through the mighty and powerful intercession of St. Joseph. And we ask this blessing in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you so much, Father. We're praying for you. Please pray for us as well. Thank you, brother. God bless you. God bless you.